Hello. Hi. All right. You got in. Got it. <laughs> now we just gotta wait. <laughs> Mike. Yay! <Hello>. I see you. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Oh. Mike can hear us. Woo! <laughs> Man, we had a heck of a time trying to <laughs> set this this podcast recording session up. Wow. Wow. That that took a couple tries. Cool. All right, but we finally That's so worth it. <laughs> we finally did it. Our collective action. Yep. Oh man. So how so is that here? Doing? <laughs> yes. So Abby, you just Yes. successfully ended um your school year and you're finally actually on summer break, right? Yes. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yes. No. Well, kind of, more. Not super recently, but kind of recently you started yeah. summer. Yeah. We're, we were, we're a Catholic school, so we ended the last week in May. Um, but I still have oh, a lot right. of training to do because we're moving to classical school now. So That's right. Which I'm, I'm happy for, but it's going to be a lot of work over the summer. <laughs> That is for sure. Yeah. A lot more new preparations for new things and different ways of doing things and definitely yeah. new new curriculum, obviously. Yeah. Yes. But I mean not new information like history. I'm a history high school teacher, so to everyone who does not know. True. Um and yeah. Which was why I was very excited that this was my movie that I was able to be here for. Because I love historical movies, too. And I like The Patriot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Are all your students going to be listening in? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It is fine if you're listening. Um, I don't know why... Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. If you're my student, hi. <laughs> they somehow found us. <laughs> they had they have about 35 trillion other podcasts they could listen to, but they decided to listen to this one. They decided yeah. to listen to this one. We don't know why. <laughs> but we're 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 glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as everybody knows, we're very popular. I mean, we're so, in, you know. It's huge. <laughs> you can't stop me. It's Vulture, you know, Time Magazine, everything. World renowned at this we're point. Big. We're too big. Too big for our own good. <laughs> it's hard making it to the top. We have about like uh, 19 regulars. So, uh, Thank you. Yeah. My uh, my roommate, he uh, he just followed us on Spotify. So thank you. Nice. And I'm, Other, a, follow- and I'm a listener too. Long time yeah. listener, first time caller. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Dang, a real fan as our as our guest. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's perfect. Our sister, our own sister. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gotta support you guys. <laughs> Supporting us on Patreon, even. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you don't even have a Patreon, but somehow you're supporting us. Yeah, it's magical. The magical um, gifts of sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, sweet. So you are on summer. Mike, any any updates? Any new things? New things? For our no. Um, I mean, we have <laughs> this will come out like you know the kind of next week, but uh, it seems like we just recorded the last one. That's what it seems like. We just record randomly, kind of. and there's no kind of. I mean, there is kind of a a a, a structure, but not really. We're just kind of doing whatever, you know kind of um but yeah we we had a consistent yeah we had a consistent schedule of recording and then now it's just kind of been all over the place but right that's you get a job you know and 
I'm, yeah. So who knows? But uh, who knows? Right. But nothing, nothing new, nothing crazy. But uh, okay, I'm just enjoying life, man. You know, living the dream, essential worker. You know, so <laughs> so can't complain. There you go. That's right. Can't complain. I yeah. am back in the workforce. My blue moon here, sipping on some blue moon. Mark has, uh, has some water. A true blue blue collar worker. Yes. Yes, true. Well, I guess if you're a true blue collar worker, you'd have like Coors Light or something. But well, it depends on where you are, you know. <laughs> like where you are in life or where you're working. Well, no, just culturally and and where you are geography you know like why so you know if you're in england i don't know what you're drinking you could be drinking some some just tea drinking you know tea. black english tea they just drink in tetley man it's all they drink yeah tetley you know? if you're in they they probably don't though right abby they don't drink tetley's um i think you just insulted the whole isle of britain but right. <laughs> we lost all of our fans <laughs> We have a big, we have a big fan base, and uh, I mean, they have on the dials. like in every single town, so they drink. Oh, I know. I was True. kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I know you guys have pubs. Whoever's listening to this, uh, I'm not that educated, but you know, I'm an American, so you know, you guys are. Yeah, we're all Americans, so we're all uneducated. <laughs> right. <laughs> to some extent, it's true. True. See, <laughs> one, from one type to to another. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, we have two teachers here, so. Oh true. boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh yes. I know. Whenever, like, it's funny. Whenever, like, people say, like, "Oh, he or she is a teacher," especially like at parties, people sometimes are like, "Oh." Like all of a sudden, they need to impress me with like some sort of fact, or like, <laughs> like. Did you know that the Andromeda Galaxy yeah. has this many stars? <laughs> I just learned that. Like, it's <laughs> very good. Yeah. Or interesting. Yeah. It's funny because I think also people get like flashbacks to their like childhood or memories of school. And right. definitely the how people respond to me saying I'm a teacher, I can tell what kind of experience they had at school. <laughs> oh, interesting. Like by the way that they like talk about it or like by the way yeah. like they carry themselves. By or, either or, like, like, yeah, like kind of they kind of maybe are like, oh, like, <laughs> like and then they walk away. And they're like <laughs> and they almost like unconsciously like look at me in terror, like a as if I'm going to ask them a pop quiz. <laughs> like, please don't put me in the table. Please. <laughs> please. Not to like hide the table. <laughs> Not to touch it again. <laughs> yeah. But... Ever, like, does, that, does anybody ever like bring up that like, oh, um, uh, my favorite teacher was like, yes. <laughs> like from high school and she was the best and she gave us like, <laughs> the coolest tests or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or it's like they'll be like, I wasn't a good student. As if like they're confessing something to me. <laughs> like they have to... And I'm like, it's okay. I, I have nothing to do with it. Like <laughs> but yeah. It's funny. Yeah, when I've when I've told people that I'm going into education, um, or that I'm gonna be a teacher or whatever, a lot of people are like Oh man, like I can't, I couldn't do that. Like yeah. so much respect or whatever. <laughs> like I feel like there's like certain occupations that people react like that. They're like, oh man, I couldn't do that. Like, yeah, God bless you or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, as if like we're entering the trenches of like World War One. I'm. I'm just like, uh, yeah. it's okay. They're they're just children. Which I guess or the foxholes of colonial America, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> we should maybe stop talking about teaching, but this is what happens, guys. When two teachers get together or more, we just can't stop talking. Talk about shop. <laughs> and then the one yeah. guy who's not is just 
<laughs> here for the ride. It's like, wow, this is great. Drinking this beer. <laughs> I think I also listened to, to, I mean, this is just, I mean, we tend to do tangents and stuff, but I also just listen to certain podcasts where people just go on tangents. So I'm just kind of like, oh, that's the expectation, right? We're just going to go on a few tangents <laughs> and I'll be fine. Although uh, it is 10 what, minutes in, maybe we should talk about the movie. <laughs> and welcome. <laughs> welcome. So yes, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Where's That From? This is a show where we talk about our childhood movies, movies that had an impact on us, uh, <laughs> that uh, really shaped our childhood and kind of left an impact on us. And we use it to, um, Mike's making funny faces again over Zoom. Uh, we use these movies to talk about our childhood, talk about memories. Uh, do we just use it to kind of explore our lives and, and talk about nostalgic things? Because, um, yeah, really, in a lot of ways, I feel like for a lot of us, I mean, I think for our family especially, but I was thinking about this, like, I feel like universally, a lot of people are impacted by film in a lot of ways. Uh, even if you're not like a big movie person like we are, um even if you didn't like watch a lot of movies growing up there are certain things that are like wow this really impacted the way i thought about this or this kind of changed my life or this kind of um you know the film is is powerful and how it just kind of uh gives us an, a glimpse into our own lives and into uh and into worlds and lives that we could never uh fathom or we could never imagine like the movie that we're going to be talking about today um and so today we are talking about the 2000 film, The Patriot. Before this war is over, I'm going to kill you. Why wait? Why wait? <laughs> Soon. Soon. <laughs> you didn't do it. You I did not know you, were, you wanted me to do the other part. Oh, man. No. I forgot. I blanked. I freaked out. I was like, oh, he wants me to do the, the other part. But then I like forgot what he says. He oh, says, why wait? Damn it. Yeah, he does I'm... say why wait. But then there's another oh, sentence. Oh my god. Well, I said soon. Yeah. Uh is that is that all they say? That's the whole exchange? All they say. Well, they say more, okay. but he that's like the end. Okay. Yeah. That's a great. Because I think what was trying to happen there in that scene was that he was trying to get him to act violently so that he could arrest him. Right. Remember, because there's uh, a white flag. So he was trying to provoke him into violence. Oh, yeah, exactly. Sure. That's a okay. great scene. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You have Oscar Isaac and Mel Gibson just like intense stare down. Oh, Jason Isaacs. Yes. Oh, Jason Isaac. Oh, yep. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, not talking about not Poe Dam. Po Dam. <laughs> well, although if he would be I, although I can totally see him in like the Heath Ledger role though. Like I could see uh, him in this movie. Yeah. You know, if this was made like, you know, during right now. I could I could see him in this movie. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's a good enough actor, so definitely. Pull off yeah. the character. Um, we love Oscar. And as me and Abby have talked about before, yeah. or I don't know if she completely agrees with me, but I think that he would make a great Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Oscar Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Yes. yes. Because yes, he's like, he's, he can be a very like charming, kind of like suave guy. So he's a great like Bruce Wayne, but he can also be like very kind of intimidating and like sort of creepy. So you're going to make some great Batman. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I haven't, though, seen Oscar Isaac be charming, necessarily, in any role. Like, what role has he been in that's charming? Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron's charming. Poe Dameron doesn't have any personality. That film, did, those films did him so raw, dirty. Um, I mean, this is a Star Wars podcast in any stretch of imagination. Sorry, but guys. I, I really like Force Awakens. I don't like any of the other new trilogy movies. But anyway, that's I will just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to start a Star Wars debacle. No, that is the last thing I ever want to do. <laughs> that is that is all I want to talk about Star Wars and never again. Patriot. Um, yeah, sorry. So the Patriot. I'm sorry. Focus. I'm getting a self-track. 
So the Patriot, it came out 2000, uh, directed by Roland Emmerich, uh, stars Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger. It's got Jason Isaacs, as we just said. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of great people. Oh, who's the uh, Chris Cooper, Tom Wilkinson, um, and a lot of great other people. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. We like it's funny that we're doing another Roland Emmerich movie like very soon after because like I think what we did the '98 Godzilla like three episodes ago or something. It's not like that. Um, crazy. I don't know. It's just funny that like he came up again. Um, right. But we mainly, well, I had the idea to do like an Independence Day themed movie. Um, and this kind of came up um, mainly because it was like, I mean, this is going to come out before 4th of July, not exactly on it, but um, I was feeling like, oh, well, either the obvious ones are Independence Day or the Patriot. Um, and so we said it on this one. Um, so, yeah, so this is it's kind of funny because that... it's directed by him. So. Yes, it was directed by him. Um, and it's kind of funny because he is, I believe he is a German-born person. A uh, German-born director. Um, and it's just funny that he is the one who directed the, a movie that is now like the most well-known American Revolutionary War movie. Right? Like, I can't even think, like, there's other ones, but this is like, I feel like the one that people usually think about. Am I wrong? I don't know. Like, I can't. Because, like, usually the other ones are, like, Civil War movies, right? Like, there's a lot of good, like, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's the most um, well-known. Definitely it's the most modern well-known one. Um, I mean, there's 1776, which is that, like, musical one and more about the Declaration of Independence and the Continental sure. Congress. So Sure. Yeah, but about the Revolutionary War, well, there's Glory. Forgetting oh, Glory. But Glory War, though. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I call myself a history teacher. Oh, goodness. <laughs> there you go. Because I was thinking of Gods and Generals, too, but I believe Gods and Generals is Civil War. Yeah, and Gettysburg is Civil War. and Yeah, so maybe. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm going to like look back in this conversation and be like, oh, no, there's this one, this one. But right. at the moment, yeah. yeah, I can think of none. <laughs> yeah. There was one in like the 80s or something called that I'd never heard of before called Revolution. And it has like Al Pacino in it. Or something. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, I had never heard of it before. Was it like a made TV one or? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like if it has Pacino, then it had to be like in theaters. But Yeah very weird like i'd never heard of it until like a couple of years ago but um but yeah anyway this movie um a pretty big movie back in the day and as we said it's kind of perfect for this show um because abby is a history teacher i mean you teach other subjects um, yeah but english and history so I... are my main thanks right um oh sorry and i guess we didn't completely introduce you this is abby yeah. our sister hi <laughs> Oldest. I'm the oldest, in case your listeners are wondering. So yes, our I oldest sister and the oldest child. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. Do you wanna do you wanna say anything else about yourself, Abby? Any way else to introduce yourself? Um. Yeah, just that. Um. I am the first of the four of us. Um. And these two knuckleheads are my brothers. True. That's and uh, yeah, and I also love talking about movies. Um, although um, from their previous conversations, it's interesting to note because me and Anna, who came first, we they were our parents were more strict with us at first about movies and TV, uh, and we yeah. actually did not get an actual well-working television until i was eight so i uh, like you know i don't experience the constant we had movies all the time because we didn't initially um right so True. it was kind of when you two were little we kind of i think mom would dad were also tired 
<laughs> and like kind of were lax on more of their rules and we got to see more stuff just put a movie like, on <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get to four it's like you know what just <laughs> alright you guys can do whatever you want <laughs> yeah right. I, I remember yeah I mean I don't remember always having like like I remember like we had like three channels or like seven channels I remember that like having like Yeah, and we had to use, like, the antenna, and, like, it would, sometimes one person had to be holding it, usually me, because I was the oldest, I'd be, like, holding it up above my head, and then also craning my neck to, like, see, like, PBS kids or whatever we were watching, or Teletubbies. Yeah, or, like, uh, Arthur, Arthur was... (laughs) Yes, Arthur, Wishbone... All the classic 90s creatures. Kratz creatures, yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. See, I don't really remember an antenna TV. I, like, remember our old one that was, like, very fuzzy and pretty well-worn. But I don't, yeah, I don't really remember the antenna so much. Oh, we had a legit antenna with tinfoil. Yeah, because we make it longer to catch the signal. Right. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, and some Uh, channels were going to be fuzzy no matter what you did. So even though we had 12 channels, not all of them, you could see the picture. Right. This is back in the day, kids. Back in the day. (laughs) I remember just like turning it on. You you just have the wrong channel and all you get is just the fuzzy, the black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Never can't don't get that anymore. All right, we can uh, jump into memories. So, Abby, you are our guest, yeah. so you get to go first. Okay. What are your memories connected with this movie? Well, this was my first rated R film. Ah, um, that's what I thought. Yes. So, um, well, first of all, I saw one scene when I was eleven, and. It happened to be what I used to do um, when mom and dad wanted to watch a movie for family night. And I was a little stinker. And I used to, me and Anna had our room upstairs. I used to creep down the steps and go through the kitchen around to the dining room and spy on the movie in the back. <laughs> like, oh, so their backs interesting. to me and I'd be trying to like watch the movie. So okay. I come across them when they're start or they're watching the Patriot. At the moment where he is hacking the soldier to death. Oh, oh perfect. Flying everywhere. <laughs> and I think I made a noise because my mom turned around. I was like, Abby! And I was like horrified. And just like, because like, I had no context for why he was doing that. I was just like, oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> what is mom and dad watching? <laughs> yeah. movie. <laughs> it really is though like if you don't have any context at all it's just like oh yeah. horror movie <laughs> you're just like what the world and then two years later i was at a slumber party like you do i was 13 so i thought well and the girls wanted to watch this radar film and so i called mom and was like can i watch it please i already saw the worst thing <laughs> Two years ago, so it can't be that bad. And yeah, I saw it. And um, I'm glad this was my first radar film because I think while it's horrifying for sure, um, uh-huh. I also was very interested in history, still am. And so I think uh, it was well worth it for me. And I, you know, very much, and it was not like too like on the edge of you know really hard r whereas i'm going to be scarred for life <laughs> so right um so yeah yeah and of course heath ledger heath ledger was you know oh, of course oh, back in the day. that's real that's really why the girls wanted to see it isn't it yeah it's like oh that's <laughs> why gotta oh, complete yeah. the heath ledger photography yeah my god <laughs> dreamy eyes just oh <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen 10 things I hate about you like 30 times, so guess it's the Patriot. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, yeah. Although I think well, maybe 10 Things I Hate About You is after this. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure where it goes. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, that, yeah. so those are those are the main things, right? So your first R-rated movie. So that's pretty that's pretty important. That's kind of like a big like yeah. sort of rite of passage, I guess. Exactly. So. Especially also like a slumber party where it's like, yeah, we're doing something a little naughty. <laughs> right. That's when you watch the R-rated movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> How crazy can we get? I guess that's the craziest. Uh, so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> No, that's true. Like that's that's what you do. You watch, you know, yeah. or that's when you watch the horror movies or whatever. That is true. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah. Did you have any anything else, Abby? Any as, as far as uh, stuff? Um, I mean, and then of course you see parts of this film again sometimes in history classes when mm. the teacher wants to make yeah. oh, guys let me show you some clips from the patriots <laughs> even some of the violent parts <laughs> you're like yes yeah especially <laughs> like what sticks out in my mind always is like showing how they used to fight back in the day which is still insane to me where two it is insane lines of yeah. people marching slowly at each other in formation are firing at you with right. intent to kill and you're just keep going and you're just marching yeah <laughs> some guys drumming like <laughs> yeah while well, your like partner gets his head off and i'm just like oh god like no like that's like why are you drumming pick up a gun <laughs> so yeah, that was like the way you fought because that was considered civ- that was it's also it's like it was considered the civilized way to fight. Where it it just is like it's like right. there's no civilized way to fight. War is terrible. <laughs> and it's just the way they want to like people want to like justify things to themselves. It's crazy. Yeah. But. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. It is kind of weird the the whole the whole fighting thing. I mean, I guess it's also based on like just the way that muskets worked was just like, well, we should let the other side like take time to like put in the gunpowder and do the, like the the put the thing in to like make sure that it's all loaded and then aim it and then because like, it just like <laughs> took like five minutes to like fire one shot. So it's like, no, all right, well that's their turn. It would and take then... minutes. And a very a well trained British soldier could do it in under a minute, usually thirty seconds. Oh, under a minute. Okay, that's why the British were so um, hard to fight on open fields because they were so well trained. They could load a musket in thirty seconds, while as the militia and the average American soldier, because they just are they're a farmer. You know, this is not their way of life. They could do it in about a minute. So they get off two shots every minute that you get one and so you know just statistically wise you're gonna eventually be disseminated by them or decimated right yeah interesting yeah huh yeah so they definitely they definitely had the advantage interesting. yeah that is and that is kind of a line um in the movie i think chris cooper says it or he's just like you don't want to take take on the redcoats in open field or whatever like they're gonna, I think they're gonna destroy you says it when he's watching the like heath ledger like goes and watches and sees the two armies come then mel gibson oh, right. behind him when he followed him is like he's like a fool meeting them on open fields or something right yeah that's right and then that kind of okay. like ways into gonna fight them in the swamp right it's madness, he says. And like it is. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Which I, I really like that scene because it kind of it like shows like how they like actually are like fighting. And like it it's kind of interesting because the movie it like plays on that kind of like um Cornwallis is like all about civility and like okay, we gotta do this right and like this is how war is and we gotta be gentlemen about it. And then like I really like how like you know kind of 
Mel Gibson comes in and he's just like, he just, it's like, no, like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to play your little stupid game. Like, <laughs> we're going to kill you <laughs> because you're like ruining our lives. So, which I really like it. It's like really interesting. Well, it's funny because yeah. he like is so against it because he's already been there and he knows. But once he's committed, he's committed. And his character <laughs> is going to like stop at nothing. Yeah. I think it's, this is like, a lot of people like it because it kind of feeds into that Americana sense of who we are that like, we would like to think that we are like, yeah, we don't like to fight, but when we do, we'll kill you. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tempt us. (laughs) Come after you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sweet. Mark, Mike, do you have any specific memories for this? Me? Yeah. Oh, I was just about to ask you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I have I have some I have some memories. Um, so like the the memories kind of surrounding this movie. Um, well, I'm I mean like, well, first off, we kind of we we saw this me and me and Abby my father's day, so we saw this because I knew we were going to do it. I was like, Dad, let's see this movie. Great. It is. It actually is. It really is a good movie. And, uh, but yeah, but, but anyway, but it was a, it was a great movie. I just got to say. Um, but kind of like the memories. Yeah, I, I, this was one of the first rated R movies that I saw. If maybe the first, but I'm not exactly sure. I think it's Gladiator. Um, but this was one of like the first ones that I saw for sure. And I would see like, scenes from it. Like dad was huge and like, Oh, I got to show you this scene. And so like, he would like show us like scenes. Right. Like, classic. See yeah. Yeah. Be, like, we're just going to watch something like just, just some scenes. And like, be, like, oh, right. it's like you're cool. not enough. Just go through the scene selection on the DVD <laughs> and like, let's skip a few things and then we'll yeah. right. Thank God. For scene selection, you know, like wow. Um, but yeah, no. So like, I remember like seeing like the um that cannonball that like takes off that guy's head. I remember seeing that. Me like, oh, oh my god, like, that's was crazy. Shocked at that. I forgot about that. I was like, dude, <laughs> it's nuts. It's crazy. Um, that is what got it the rated R, uh, rating. Um, because it, it is, couldn't like, be just that. Well, that's what I saw on IMDb. We don't know, but um. Anyway, <laughs> it probably, it probably okay. wasn't. Well, well, I mean, the hacking, right? The hacking, yeah, stuff. was probably that too. Yeah, that that's what it said. I don't. It's probably not true. Um, it's kind of like a Snapple yeah. fact, you know. We don't know. Yeah, take take IMDb true right. with a grain of salt most of the time. Um, that's where we get all of our information from. So just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah. So I remember like seeing that and being like, "Yo, like that's crazy." Um, but also like really enjoying it. But also being very disturbed by that one hacking scene in the beginning. But being like, it's so cool. It's it's pretty action is so well done in that scene. Um, but yeah, just like really like as a kid, like seeing this and being like, "Wow, like war is like pretty terrible. (laughs) This is just awful." Um and like right. i wasn't like super like scar you know whatever it was just kind of like a cool movie that i saw with with dad and that he would like show us scenes that was like the the big thing um but yeah that's that that's like about it but i remember then like later seeing like the full thing um and i didn't realize like how how long it is it is so long it's like almost three yeah, hours it's it's way so too long. long. <laughs> I really so like long. it. Like it's a great like because I I never really noticed like all all like the little kind of like themes in it. Um, but yeah, it just keeps going. You're yeah. like, okay, this is really long, <laughs> but it is good. It is good. I, yeah, I give it that. So how yeah. about you? Huh? Cool. Yeah. So this yeah, as far as memories for me. This is this kind of falls into the classic category of like um, sort of like mandatory guy movies. Like I feel like growing up, it was like 
it was part of a pantheon of films that were like, oh, you've got to, like, you've got to <laughs> see this dude. Like it was, it was like an essential guy movie. Like, and it are, it follows the, the line of like gladiator and Braveheart and like these movies that like, they're the, the things that, in, that they included were like, all right, you need like a male protagonist who's like, who has nothing to lose and is fighting against an empire or a kingdom or something. And he's like a one man army. And the movie has like these really like awesome BA quotes that like you post on your (laughs) Facebook wall or whatever. And you like, and you scream during like football games or something. And it's just, and you just, you watch it with a bunch of guys. Like that's like, that's what I usually think of. The theme of freedom, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> freedom! Yeah. Like. Right. It's all about, like, yeah, freedom or, yeah, being a hero or whatever. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And the guy usually, like, sacrifices himself at the end or whatever. Like, it's just always, it's, like, very similar themes throughout. It's, like, all those movies. Um, yeah. When people would just be, like, coding stuff all the time. Like, the the exchange that we did at the, well, that we failed to do at the beginning, Mike. <laughs> of like that like that was just kind of like a classic kind of was this a really cool line or whatever um and yeah so it kind of fell into that category also like watching clips of it um i don't necessarily remember watching clips of it in like history class we may we we, we might have but um this is also i don't know if you had the same experience mike but along the lines of like sort of co- using this in in context of masculinity it was very much like oh you would see clips of this during like a youth group like really? men's night or something or like during some kind of like yeah i guess you wouldn't be familiar with this abby but like uh and again it would be like you had a talk about brotherhood or you had some kind of like youth group guys powwow and it's like all right guys so we're gonna talk about what it means to like really be a man and so I'm going to show you like three clips from Gladiator or something like oh that was just, like, such so classic. Like you always got that. Like seriously, or like, all right, this is like the speech that Mel Gibson gives at the end of We Were Soldiers or whatever. Like, like I just remember that so vividly. That was just like, and then it was always just kind of like, what? So what? It was the point of that. Like, like it's cool, but like. <laughs> It's like I don't want to go to war. Like I don't know what's going <laughs> I don't on. Want to go to war. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not this movie, but things, like yeah. yeah, that was. This was not this. Well, like so, like? not this movie, but like other movies. Like I, I have with that, but it wasn't this one that you'd like see that. Like you see like a, an awesome movie scene or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, I'm trying to think of what would be the equivalent today. Because, like, obviously, like, all, all these movies were, like, either, like, a 90s, early 2000s movie. Um, but, yeah, it would be, like, I don't know, The Avengers or something, I guess, like, today. But, um, yeah, probably. Yeah. But this is it's more, just, like, yeah, for, like, adults. I mean, it's, like, it's R, you know, more like, more like a drama, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, well, this is, like, an epic. Right. Like, right. The early 2000s had these, like, like Braveheart. Um, I think also in the 90s, like, with Gettysburg, like, these kind of very, based on loosely historical fiction epics. Like, real, like, kind of right. larger-than-life figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think that maybe in some respects has been replaced by the superhero genre. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't get a lot, like a ton of well, yeah, we just movies like, like this, like historical, was, right? The movie 1917. Sure, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess there are some, some other like yeah, more war. Yeah, that's movies a good whatever, one. Yeah, 1917 but... or um, Hacksaw Ridge. That was another one. That was a Mel Gibson movie. He directed. Them. So there you ah. go. The most violent movie I've never, never seen. Saw that? Oh, man. Time. No, yeah. I kind of have no desire because of like just like this is one of those things that people are like, oh, it's like 
really <laughs> violent. I was like, okay, that's not what you but it's about that can't a be a pacifist. <laughs> but it's like super. Right. That's like the funniest thing about that movie is that it's like like super over the top, like bloody and gory, but it's like, yeah, but this guy doesn't want to go to war. Like, just remember yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. But I, I guess like it's trying to Doss would appreciate that, like being such a violent movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like I get it when you're like you're trying to reinforce, oh, war is terrible, but I don't know. At this point, it's like, I mean, we already know. Well, we know Mel Gibson has an anger problem, which, I mean, no shade, you know, he has, everyone has problems, but yeah, maybe he just uses his movies as cathartic, like, to get out all his rage. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a troubled past. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting, like, he, because it's like, he was kind of like a rising star, and then he was like, like superstar and all these kinds of things, like Lethal Weapon and everything. Um, and then he's in like a lot during this period when he's in the Patriot. And then now he ended up doing things like after he kind of had his like incidences and everything, he ends up just like doing a caricature of himself, basically. Like he just kind of like, like he's in Daddy's Home too, and like, and he's in like one of the Expendables movies as like the bad guy, and it's like. It's just very, it's like a very weird phase of his acting career. Yeah. Um, Well, he needed to make reparations, I think, and work on himself for a while there. So. True. Yes. Yeah. Which I hope he has. People can change. Um, The slave, like, part. Well, just like, they're not slaves. They're free. Oh. But, like they're like grateful to Mel and like it makes like a point like he's a good guy he's not racist <laughs> All right. make your yep. mark and it's just like oh we're going to build ourselves a new country it's like well you're still going to fight for your rights even up till today right. so, yeah. yeah like I mean of course he has his name but um uncomfortable much those yeah. are very comfortable, especially like with him being like the older, like and very just accepting of his fate, black man. But like, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was thinking that thing. Um, yeah, because it, it's so weird that one scene, like one of the beginning, when um, Jason Isaacs comes in and. He's like, you know, he's going to hang Heath Ledger or whatever. He's like, you know, strutting about, like, trying to be be the man in charge or whatever. And then, yeah, he he goes to the what we, what we think of as slaves. And he's like, oh, you can earn your freedom if you fight for the king's army. Like, come fight for us. And he's and they're like, but, sir, we're, we're freedmen. We're, we're just working on this plantation. We're not slaves. And it's like, yeah, it is one of those, like, things where it's like, Hollywood's like, don't worry, our protagonist, he's not a slave owner. He's he's good. Like he's not like everybody else. He's like South Carolina, just... are you serious? They right. would be slaves. It makes no <laughs> sense. It's it's so cringy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then also they gloss over the fact that their aunt, she goes back to her plantation and it's like, Yeah, she has slaves that we're most sure. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but that's glossed over, <laughs> and also like where are the Native Americans? There was Native Americans all over this country, right? They're just not mentioned at yeah. all. Yeah, it is a very whitewash movie. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, and that one scene where like Heath Ledger is talking with, um, yeah, the one, um. Yeah, the one African American man who like gets gets kind of enlisted, like that one guy who's like, he's gonna fight for me, like I'm signing him over to you or whatever. And yeah, yeah he's fighting. It's like, well, I, I think you mentioned it, Abby, where he's like, we're gonna build a new nation, right? and it's like, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a while before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like and like yeah, and like Heath Ledger's character is so progressive, like right. <laughs> he's like, don't listen to those guys, like. I'm I'm an ally. I don't. It's like yeah, it's so weird. Such a weird scene. Yeah, 
um, um so yeah. yeah yeah all that stuff is very yeah it's very hollywoodized like very yeah like the combat and stuff like might be pretty accurate but right as far as other stuff like yeah the history is very it's very loose it's very very yeah. loosely told yeah yeah what do you what about you mike do you have did anything kind of change for you or like, I don't know. Well, yeah, definitely that. It was like the opening scene. I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, so it's kind of like that. Um, but um, yeah, it is like, I mean, as a kid, you're like, oh, this is awesome because you don't, you haven't seen a lot of movies and you don't know all the, the cliches, but there's a few in here, you know, and sure. it's very Hollywoodized. I mean, it is like, Dude, at the end, like it's just so crazy because I mean, I mean, Abby were saying like that. I don't think that was a real battle at the very end. Wait, I did look it up. It was a loose, the climactic battle at the end where like Heath Ledger is like you know has the flag and he's waving it. Like this is actually loosely based on the Battle of the Cowpens. Okay. Um, okay. In which Cornwallis wasn't there, so it was the character loosely based on Jason Isaac's character was there without Cornwallis. And because of his rashness and impulsiveness to charge, he lost the battle. Mm, okay. So like parts of the battle and then the um, Americans who retreated, like pretended to retreat and then went back. That was how they won the battle of Calvin. Cause that was like an actual oh. strategic tactic. They decided because they knew that that general was impulsive, so they kind of pretended to retreat and then outflank them. Okay. So, like, yes, um, I, and then also it was interesting because Benjamin Martin. There was no such guy named Benjamin Martin in the American Revolution, but he's an amalgamation of five different people. Oh, it's five. Oh, I thought it was just yes. like two. five different people. <laughs> no, it was like I looked up all these guys' biographies, and I could tell, like, pick and choose from like each one. Like, there's this one guy who was part of the French Revolution and had a dark past. And then there was another guy who had a family and his farm was burned down, and then he joined the revolution. Then there was another guy who was the fox swamp who fought in the swamp. Oh, right. Then there was right, another right. guy who didn't like the general guy, and they kind of had a beef. So it was like kind of like oh, they put right. and choose from five different actual historical figures and made one character. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I knew about the the swamp fox thing because that was like we had like. Um, there was like some old like VHS. There was some like movie or like short, short kind of film or something that I think was in, shown in history class or whatever. But it was just it was just called the Swamp Fox, and it had this song with it. Did you guys ever have this? It was like Swamp Fox, Swamp Fox, tail on his hat. Nobody knows where the Swamp Fox at. Nobody. No. <laughs> oh, that sounds really familiar. Right. <laughs> It's like a movie, and it had like its own song about this, about this guy. It sounds like Davy Crockett, also more so too. Like Davy, remember those movies? Davy, oh, yeah. King of the Wild Frontier. Right. Yeah, and I guess it was kind of a similar thing. It was just like this woodsman who like knows his the natural terrain really well, or whatever, and he uses kind of guerrilla warfare or whatever. But yeah, that's funny. But I was talking yeah. about memories. Um, what I thought about it, but anyway, it is, it's very Hollywoodized. Um, but even if, if that battle was like partially like real, um, like, you know, just with like the way the, the, um, the flag waving and like, don't turn back, you know, it's like, Oh, give me a break. Right. On. <laughs> it's just like, I am a symbol of freedom. It's like, it's basically Braveheart. All right. This movie is very Braveheart. <laughs> It's like we have a thing that's very brave art, and they're like, "This is gonna sell. Like, this movie's gonna sell." Be if we get Mel Gibson and pay him a lot of money. Oh yeah, this is like that's yeah. awesome, and it is awesome. I mean, give me right. a break. Also, like three hours long. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's just classic. It's like you know, he didn't want to fight, but then his family is 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 taken away from him, and so then he needs to get vengeance, 
And he's just like a one-man army. And he's just like, it's crazy. Um, right. And there's all these like one-liners, as you said. Um, they're just awesome, you know. The fighting is actually like really well done, I think. Um, yeah. And there's some really good is. scenes in this movie. There's some really good scenes. Yeah. Um, really, like the, really good action choreography, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just that like... Just that that um, opening one um, where he's like with his his two sons and they're just like taking down that whole fleet like that. That is awesome. I love that he just like sets it up like all the guns You're like, oh, that's so cool. And then like and then like after that scene, he's just like, how many men like what what happened? And he's like, I think it was one man. And he's like, what? and he's like, so like he's so mortified, yeah, no. terrified the guy. And you're like, oh, my God. So right. it felt it felt like a scene, like it felt like John Wick or something. Like it just felt like one of those scenes where it's like the last survivor from a gunfight, and he's just like, he's like a phantom, like, <laughs> yeah. like take it, revolutionary war style. Right, right. Yeah. One man, one man did this. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> those movies. Well, also, I like. Well, speaking of fight choreography, like remember, like in slow mo, when the Reverend gets like kind of like shot, yeah, and his gun flies up, and he later catches the gun in midair, yeah. and like that's oh <laughs> so intense, and he had him, he had him. Wow, he had him. But well, slow mo. Lord, <laughs> yeah, really they cool had uh, forty-five more minutes to the movie, so yeah. <laughs> Oh. What were you saying, Mike? No, that was, that was that was basically it. Kind of my what I thought about it. Um, yeah, I definitely caught like a lot of those kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So like, it's not as it is really well done, and there's like the the costumes are amazing, and the sets are like really cool. Um, I think it's like really well done to like kind of like the period, um, and uh, but yeah, I mean I don't you know. Other than that, it's like a really good movie. I I really enjoyed watching it. You know, so what about you, Mark? Me, um, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. So for this podcast, which was not the first time that this is, <laughs> but I did watch it a good bit of it. Um, and yeah, well, the, the main thing we already talked about the run length, but like, I honestly just forgot how long it was. Like, I was like, right, this is like, it's like two hours even or something. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, so long. Um, uh, so that was, that was the biggest surprise, I think, going back to it. Um, but yeah, also just like, um, yeah, I guess, I guess nothing like much kind of changed on rewatch or like anything like that, but like outside of the things that I already kind of talked about, I already kind of piggybacked on what Abby was talking about just as far as like all those little like whitewashing elements that you see, or just kind of like glossing over horrible things in the past, um, just for the, the convenience of kind of making your, yeah, making your main character kind of look more noble or something um is yeah very kind of outdated tactic sort of in in a hollywood film but um can i add on to that more about also because i mean of course yes we have the race issue as well but i also think because you guys also brought in it's like a very masculine movie yeah so i also think like because me personally as a woman i love these kinds of movies i love these epics i i love the hero's journey too yeah. Um, but I also wish that the females in these kinds of movies were handled better. Because, I mean, yes, it's a very male perspective. War is usually. Um, but there's always a female perspective in men going to war. Or, you know, women being a part of war, like as nurses or also being a soldier in modern day. And, like... I also hate when they justify violence because a female has been killed. Like it's kind of also this kind of very masculine trope of like, I need to protect my woman. 
Mm-hmm. And if she dies or you kill her or, you know, dishonor her, like, it gives me license to do whatever. Which, right. um, yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable in some respects, um, kind of being used as a kind of, as a woman character being used, like, as an okay to kill. Sure. Like, and then also with the young girl being mad at her father that he's going away, it also kind of gives the underlying message that, like, hey, girls, like, you know, your dad's, like, away a lot, or if he's an absentee father, he's still a good guy because he goes off to do, like, you know, save the nation. Like, (laughs) just... um, Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, it was kind of cute with the girl, like, finally, like, speaking and saying, don't go, daddy, don't go. Um, But, yeah, it's, I I don't know, it's just, I can't really articulate it, but I think also, like, it's a very, you know, masculine movie in more ways than one. And I feel like in the future... Like, with these kinds of movies, you can do better. Like, there's there were nurses in the Revolutionary War. You could have Heath Ledger meet a nurse character instead of her just being a fair maiden who says a few words of encouragement and then gets everyone to stand up and go right. off to war. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> women were doing other things, too. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Like, definitely makes sense. I think... Yeah, this this is a time when they still didn't really quite figure out yeah what they wanted to do because I feel like with with female characters, especially in these kinds of movies, like you were saying, like wartime movies, um, yeah, it's very easy to do like one of two extremes where it's like they're just really sideline characters that don't have a lot to do, like they're very they're very much like yeah just plot devices basically, like they're just yeah they yeah. become a part of the mechanisms of the story. Or they're like, or they they do kind of try to make them more like the hero or whatever, but then becomes like, it's like, it's too obvious and too kind of contrived that you're like, okay, I see what you're doing. And it's very like fake, like it's very phony. Like, um, it's kind of like the equivalent of like at the Oscars, they have Brie Larson and Sigourney Weaver at the microphone being like, all women are superheroes. And it's like, all right, nice pat on the back, like... (laughs) Hollywood, like you pat yourself on the back or whatever for doing whatever. Um, and so you can kind of do like, so I feel like it's very hard to actually be like, yeah, how do we like, and obviously I don't really know how to do that because I'm a man. So I don't really know how to like, <laughs> I don't know what the solution is. Um, but yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Just like, yeah, how do you, how do you actually like do that well? I guess, I don't know. Well, I but think yeah, I... for one, the mother didn't have to be dead. Just because this is a made-up character. Why do we have to kill off the mother? I mean, it's part of the story. Yeah. It's yeah, we could want... also have a mother character and her being strong and supporting her man, like, either being a pacifist and then going after war, like, with their sons. Like, that's also mm-hmm. still powerful. Yeah. yeah. I guess it kind of feeds into, like, his into Benjamin Martin's character of why he's so super what? overprotective yeah. and why he's just like, no, you're not going to go to war and I don't want to be involved in any war. So I guess it kind of like gives him the impetus to, to take that kind of line of reasoning and kind of makes him like, it kind of gives him like uh clout to, to do the refusal of the call. Right. Sort of as we're talking about the hero's journey where it's just like, no, like I'm I'm away from this from the beginning, but now now I'm gonna be in it because my son has been killed or whatever. But um but yeah, that's true. But that but that's also like a, a really contrived plot device of like, yeah, the dead wife and I have a troubled past and now I must like rise up or whatever. Let's jump into just like our 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 thoughts about this movie. So like did you guys, when you were rewatching this, did like anything kind of change? Did anything stick out to you, like specific scenes or like, like I don't know? Do you do you guys think this this holds up to how you thought of it as kids? Um, I think there's definitely 
some elements that I don't think if this was made today would not have been in it. Sure. Um, um, Mike notified me that he has to go to bed. <laughs> so we should wrap up. Um, okay. Sorry, Mike. Um, but yeah, any, any just like final thoughts here as we close? Um, I would say my, just my favorite line is before this war is over, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, <laughs> and that when he says soon, that was an improvised line. He wasn't going to say anything. And then Mel Gibson added that. He's like, soon, soon. And then his eyes, his like fiery, like scary eyes, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Really scary. Um, Gibson's got also, some scary eyes. Yeah, it's just, yeah. But also my favorite scene is the prisoner exchange. That's a great scene. Um, I really like that because it's like, you think like, okay, you like, I mean, most of the time, like, Seeing it first, you're like, oh, that's clever. I mean, I knew the whole time that it wasn't going to – they didn't actually have their their soldiers. Um, but it's yeah. really kind of like good kind of scene between, you know, kind of Britain and like America at, at that time and just kind of like making a fool of them, you know, and say like, oh, here, like, you know, the here are your, your dogs, you know, and like he brings the dogs. And then uh, right. at the end, the dogs actually follow him and um, – I think it's just a great scene. I, I, I really like it. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's apparently become a meme now. Like that, the guy coming in with like the dummy or whatever. The, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So. No. Yeah. Cool. Abby, final final thoughts on this movie? Um, I mean, still enjoyable. I mean, for all the problematic stuff, um, which I mentioned, like... It is, though, still enjoyable. Like, yes, it's long, but I didn't, like, feel it that it was that long. Um, yeah. It's still very well tight editing and storytelling. Um, nothing drags that much. Um, and also, even though it's not, his, like, you know, 100% accurate, of course, um, I still just do enjoy historical fiction epics. Um, you know, because it is still like, you know, you want to see that hero's journey and see him, um, you know, and it, it does like for July 4th, if it's July 4th, happy July 4th, everyone, like, you know, you do feel something as an American watching it, like, ah, oh, yeah, like we did yeah. it. <laughs> so we did, uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the collective we. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it definitely adds something to our American culture, for sure, as a film. And it's an interesting one to look back on. Um, yeah. So if you're struggling with something to do this July 4th in quarantine, watch The Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> it is on Netflix, so. <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, I would agree. It's 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 got some flaws, but it's it is entertaining. It's yeah, as I said, it's got great action choreography, great chore, great cinematography. I think it's just really well shot. Um, yeah, just just really enjoyable. Yes, if if you have two hours and forty five minutes to spare, or however long this movie is, then yeah, go for it. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's definitely entertaining and engaging, and and I liked it. Um, but yeah, also, four days from now, it will be, this movie will celebrate its 20th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. It came out in June 2000, so it's it's almost a 20-year-old movie, which is June crazy. 28th. Yep. So there you go. Oh, in my age. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that like that time period is now like so far behind us. Yeah. Oh God. Crazy. But 2020. Go. <laughs> 2020. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Abby, thanks for being on the show. This is lovely. You. This is so much fun. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Thanks, guys. Hope you 
have a great fourth of july and everything i'm actually going on vacation tomorrow not for fourth of july but just because but um but yes hope you have a great yes i hope i will and we'll see you here in jersey soon right july yes july yes july something but um yeah i will also be doing that kind of a second vacation i guess yeah yeah cool well stay safe and thank you everybody for listening like seriously thank you for listening we appreciate it um and we're glad that you enjoy listening to to this show so stay safe and have fun this fourth of july and have a great rest of your summer goodbye talk to y'all later talk to you later bye